God, I thank you for the sacrifice they've made for you. That they live every day in pursuit of your kingdom and pursuit of your heart, Jesus. Lord, I pray this morning that you just bless him, Father, abundantly and beyond measure, God. That, Lord, as he ministers to us, as he pours out his heart to reveal the things that you've shown him, God, I just pray that he just be blessed this morning. Lord, open our hearts to receive what Dave has to say. Open our hearts to hear you through him. God, we love you. We honor you. And I thank you that he will come so freely to minister to us. And Father, we just pray while we're here, Lord God, that you bless his ministry, Father. The work that his hands have been put to, the toiling of the field, Lord, that he has done for you and YWAM for so long. May his hands be blessed. Thank you. And in your beautiful name we pray. Amen. Awesome. Thanks, Ben. Well, good morning, everybody. Um, you guys would notice that there's a piece of paper on your seats. Um, I was going to ask Josh, but someone, are you sure you can do that? He's going to hand out some crayons for you guys, because I know the crayons will work. I'm not sure if all the pens are going to work, but um, he's going to hand, um, hand something out to every one of you guys. You guys have something to write with. Um, this morning, you know, Ben um, kind of alluded already to, you know, what, what we're going to get up to this morning, and we're going to lay some stuff down at the feet of Jesus, and it's probably one of the most powerful things that we can do. He gives us things, and then we give it back to Him so that He's the Lord over every one of those things, right? And I want to lead us through just a bit of a time this morning through some scripture and stuff. And I was wondering if we could do something first, you know, um, if we could all kind of like come to the front couple, you know, seats here, just so that we're not so scattered. Can we do that? If you can make your way to the front here, the guys in the back, come to the front. Can you really? That's awesome. There's at least two people that moved. Um, so this morning is going to be as powerful as you want it to be. We know that God is on the move. You know, that God is really desiring to move powerfully in our life. And often what that means is that we, we have to move out of our comfort zone into a place of uncomfortability so that he can reveal something new, so that he can teach us something different, right? And it's a place of embrace, right? It's a place where God really wants us to see something new. And if you see something new, it's amazing how you start living new. It's, it's a really simple process, but God really wants us to understand something brand new. We've been given a new life in Jesus and that's our salvation and that's an incredible gift from God. We're sanctified, we're being sanctified, our minds being renewed by the Word of God. And so there's some powerful things that are always happening if we allow them to happen, right? But there's still things along the way. It's amazing how life buffets us and it's amazing how sometimes life teaches us things that don't really reflect the kingdom, don't really reflect fruitfulness in God. And we find ourselves in these you know, really vicious cycles of just sin, confess, sin, confess, or living um, 
short of the glory, living an impotent life as a Christian. And this is something that I know Ben is really passionate about, and I am as well. And I know that Jesus is really passionate about us living powerfully for God. And it's not just, you know, a cliche saying, but it's something that God really wants us to do, is to live powerfully, to know that the Holy Spirit living in you, He's made you His home, it was His plan, but it's for us to live powerfully for Him, to pursue Him with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And it's in this place of pursuit, you know, it's amazing how life can teach us things. We can start pursuing school. We can start pursuing careers. We can start pursuing money. We can start pursuing ourselves. We can start pursuing many things in life. But the Lord says, pursue me. Everything else is peripheral. It's on the side. We are in pursuit of the kingdom of God. And he says, all things will be added to us. If we pursue the Lord, but if we get it backwards and we pursue things and we ask the Lord to bless it, we always find ourselves in a cycle of lack. There's always lack in that place. You may think, well, I have finances, but you're lacking in spiritual health. You're lacking in the voice of God. You're lacking in the knowing and the understanding of who the king really is. So we pursue him and his righteousness. Does that make sense, guys? So I want to lead us this morning just in a couple of scriptures that will hopefully, I don't know, just make way for our hearts because we're going to do something that maybe maybe you haven't done before. And, and I find that doing practical things, it really helps with the spiritual assignment of what God is wanting us to do. To not just keep it in your mind, but to actually declare things out loud. To practically bring something to the Lord. And Ben alluded to that earlier in that scripture, the elders casting their crowns before the Lord. So we're gonna talk a little bit, I'm not gonna spend a lot of time here, but in Matthew 5, if you guys wanna turn there. Matthew 5, 23 to 24. This is therefore if you bring your gift to the altar and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go your way. First be reconciled to your brother and then come and offer your gift. There's a place of us actually getting our hearts right before God. It's amazing how we can make God in our image even as Christians. We can forget that he's Lord and he's King. And we can just kind of go through the motions and we can go through, through a place of actually just going, well, God loves me and that covers my sins, right? And so we can get scriptural. But God is actually asking us to make him Lord. He's savior to the world, but he's Lord to few. So there's a place of Lordship that God wants to be in our life so that we can truly live fruitful, so that we can posture our hearts in a way 
that God can bless our life, where we can know him, and we can know the perfect will of God. Like it's actually possible if we posture our hearts right. So if we have sin against our brother, if there's hatred against my brother, he says it's like murder. So it's no small thing in the eyes of God. He's saying, go make that thing right. Go speak to your brother. Go speak to your sister. Make things right with people. Because it reflects the Father's heart. It reflects the kingdom. And it expresses love unconditionally. Does that make sense? Just let these things sit with you a little bit. You know, let, we're really just going to trust that the Holy Spirit is going to drop something in you. He's really going to just massage your heart this morning. Because I feel like this is what we need in a season and time like this. Where many people are Christians, but few know their God. We come into a time where we're going to be pressed on all sides. But will we truly stand for the things of God? Or will our emotional state lead us into a place of producing bad fruit? Psalm 66, 18. If I regard sin in my heart, the Lord will not hear. If I regard sin in my heart, the Lord will not hear. Let the fear of the Lord fall upon us. Let the fear of the Lord fall upon us. Now we know that there's a way out, and it's through the blood of Jesus in repentance. But friends, let's make the fear of the Lord the thing that dominates our life, where Jesus, the Lord and the King, He's in pursuit of our hearts. But if we allow sin in our hearts to dominate, if we entertain sin day after day after day, it starts building a tree in your life and it produces death. So let's keep our hearts soft. Let's stay really soft. Let's stay really soft to God, laying it down, picking up our cross, following him daily, saying, Lord, forgive me of the way that I've sinned against you. I thank you for power to overcome. Posture your heart in such a manner that the Lord can capture your attention. Psalm 24, 4. He who has clean hands and a pure heart, 
who has not lifted up his soul to an idol, nor sworn deceitfully, he shall receive blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. He who has a clean, he who has clean hands and a pure heart. Now, friends, the amazing thing about this is that through Jesus, we get given clean hands and a pure heart. Now we get to walk in that. But as mentioned earlier, we can actually walk through life and we can start making things our idols. Anything that stands between you and God that steals your attention away from the Lord is an idol in your life. Whether it's finances, whether it's worry, whether it's your career, whether it's social media, there is so many things in life that can steal your attention, steal your affection away from the things of God. These are idols before the Lord. And it's the first commandment, thou shalt have no other gods before me. And so as sons and daughters, we get to lay those things down. We get to lay those things down. We get to be free from those things so that we can truly live. It's just getting our hearts right. Not allowing the, the little things that sometimes just slide, the little words that just slide. Even this morning during worship, you know, as we left the house, my youngest daughter, she just wasn't cooperating in the way that I wanted her to. And so what I said was right, but how I said it was wrong. And this morning, I got convicted and I had to lean over and I had to apologize and ask her to forgive me of the tone in which I actually spoke to her. These are the things that the Lord is speaking about. Sometimes we just look at the big things, but it's actually the small things, the character in which we reflect our King of glory. It's the pursuit of our life. We pursue Him. Don't pursue career over Him. We pursue Him first and we lay down our career. We lay down our finances. We lay down our spouses. We lay down our kids. We must lay these things down first so that he can be truly Lord over everything. And then when he says to love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, all your strength, what have you got left to give anybody else? Nothing. Because you've given it all to him. But then through him, you get to give. Because it's only through Him that we can truly love, friends. It's only through Him that we can truly live righteous on this earth. So when we give Him everything, when we give Him everything, there's nothing of you that you can give to your neighbor. But it's only what He pours into you that can splash out onto your neighbors. So we get the order right. We love the Lord our God with all our heart, 
soul, mind, and strength. And then we can love our neighbors as ourselves. We pursue the Lord. Now this is all just posturing, posturing our heart, posturing yourself, you know, letting God have his way and not letting yourself get away with things that you shouldn't get away with. Because sin in our hearts is like a cancer that just produces death. So it's not rules, it's not regulations. No, it's actually Dr. Jesus coming in and saying that's a cancer in your life. Your pursuit of your career is a cancer in your life and it won't produce health. So help me to like just remove that. Let me in. As I knock on the door of your heart, let me in so that I can remove the cancers that are living on the inside of you. Posturing your heart. Posturing your heart. And giving him room and time to really speak to you. In James 4, it says, come near to God and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Now, when you hear that, don't condemn yourself. When you hear that, that's actually encouragement that James brings to the church. And he says, hey, I've heard some things, guys. I've heard some stuff. And what I want to encourage you to do is to not be double-minded. Because I want to father you into all truth. I want to father you into a place of freedom. Into a place of strength. So that when persecution comes, and it will, you won't be moved by the things of the world. You'll be rooted and grounded in your understanding and the knowledge of God. You'll know how to pray. You'll know how to stand when you feel nothing. You'll know how to pray when you don't want to pray. You'll know how to encourage without getting goosebumps. You'll know how to stand true to the call of God on your life and not pursue money. You'll know how to do these things if you allow the Holy Spirit to purge your life, to grow up into all maturity, to give God the room and the space, and the time. Commune with Him and speak with Him. And allow the Spirit of God to touch your life. And sometimes this is a daily thing where we wake up. Now we're not looking for stuff. I promise you the Holy Spirit, He sees it. And when we invite His voice, when we invite the Good Shepherd to lead us into green pastures, from one gate to the next, he teaches you how to drop all of your stuff, to come in free, to come and eat, to be filled. Micah 7:19. He will again have compassion on us. And he will subdue our iniquities. 
you will cast all our sins into the depths of the sea. Psalm 103, 12. As far as the east is from the west, so far he removed our, our transgressions from us. So we have these amazing promises from God where he says, I see all of the crap. I see, you can't hide, you can't hide from God. He sees all of the crap. He sees all of the junk. He sees you for who you really are. He sees all of it. And so there's nothing that we can hide from God. And so what we need to do as sons and daughters who want to live free, who want to live powerful, who want to learn how to stand, to stand firm for the kingdom of God, to live powerfully as Christians on the earth, is we allow the Holy Spirit to come in, to teach our heart, to teach us how to confess our sins, to teach us how to lay down all of the things that have become idols in our life, to lay down our rights. There's a permissible and there's beneficial. Paul talks about this. There's many things that you can do in life that aren't sin, but are they beneficial to your walk with God? Are they beneficial? Are they producing fruit? Well, I have the right to do this. Is it producing what Jesus would want on the earth? I see far too many people living a completely powerless Christianity. We've made God in our own image. We've allowed the beautiful picture of a nice scarlet piece of fabric. It looks beautiful. We've allowed hipster images communicate great things about who Jesus is to us. Beautiful designs. Amazing words like, I love you forever. And we've allowed that to cloud the fact that God hates your sin. That God hates the idols in your life. He hates that you're bound by that thing that when pressure comes, you will walk away from God. You won't know how to stand. You'll continue in your sin and it'll produce destruction. Fear of the Lord, my friends. It's the beginning of wisdom. It's how we start. But we don't like the feeling. Maybe I've done something wrong. Sometimes we don't like the feeling. If I'm being pressed, I'm, I'm being caused to think about some things in my life that maybe aren't right. Friends, those are the things we need to be submitting to the Lord. Allow the Holy Spirit to scan your life, to scan your heart, to scan your mind so that it can help you to see where you're living short of the glory. You're living short of His goodness. So I want to give us an opportunity right now
we're just going to take a couple minutes right now. We're just going to talk to God, you personally. I'm going to pray, but I want you guys to individually pray. And we're going to walk through something this morning that I hope will really just help you. It'll really help you. The Holy Spirit will teach you. Teach you how to live free. Teach you how to really honor God in your everyday. We need this, friends. We need the fear of the Lord. We need the love of God, but we know the love of God. We've heard it. We need the fear of the Lord to continue to lead us into all wisdom. So I'm just going to pray, but I want you guys to just take a few minutes as well. We're just going to pray. We're going to ask, Holy Spirit, what are some things that I need to write down right now that I need to ask you to forgive me? What are some things that I need to lay down? What are idols in my life? Maybe it is your family. Maybe it's yourself. Maybe it's your finances or your career or your kids or social media. There's so many things the Holy Spirit knows. But I'm just going to pray. We're just going to wait upon the Lord. We're going to allow Him to speak to our hearts. Holy Spirit, we just thank you that you are sharp, but you are gentle. You are sharp. Your word cuts between bone and marrow, soul and spirit. It's a great discerner of the thoughts in the heart. We thank you for your word that will come over us right now in Jesus' name. God, I just thank you that you're teaching us how to let go. You're maturing us into the greater things. And so, Father, we ask that you would speak to us right now. Just speak to us, Lord. Help us to know the things that we need to repent of. Help us to know the things that we need to lay down. Thank you, God. So let's just give it a little bit of room right now. And if you need to stand up and walk around a little bit, I want to encourage you, just be free in that space. We really just want to allow the Holy Spirit to speak. And if that means for you to stand up and walk around, just be free in that. So what we're going to do for the next little bit here is we have the cross up here. And what I want us to do, I don't want this to just be something we do, but I want your heart to be invested in what you're about to lay down. I want you to feel the weight of what you're laying down and to really surrender it to Jesus. And... You can take a bit of time to sit in that, to allow your heart to really connect with what's going on because sometimes we just, we just move too quickly. We just, because it's almost a little uncomfortable sitting there 
But I want to encourage you, you know, as I got some songs that I want to play for us that will lead us in this time. But I want you to write those things that you're laying down. And then I want you to come up and I want you to actually lay it down at the foot of the cross. And don't be too quick to just lay down and run. Just sit there for a little bit. Just sit there for a little bit. He wants to spend time with your heart. And so I felt just to create a bit of space for that, you know? And you can kneel at the foot of the cross, you can lay your thing down and just move to the side so that more people can come. One thing that I'll promise you is you fold that up and you put that down, Jesus will see it, but none of us are gonna look at it. Afterwards, we'll just turf it, we'll just trust that God is doing whatever he's doing in your heart. This is between you and him and the way that you wanna live for him. That makes sense? All right, so we're gonna transition into some music here, but let's just trust God for what he puts on your heart and um, let's just let him move in the way that he needs to. And this is gonna be the Holy Spirit ministering to you. I don't want us to be too quickly to jump up and just pray for one another. I want us to really allow the Holy Spirit to minister to your heart to allow him to come in the way that he needs to come. Is that cool? We just trust you, Holy Spirit. We trust you, Holy Spirit. We just thank you that you're so good that you speak to our hearts in Jesus' name. All right, I was wondering if we could just maybe end with something that could maybe just seal this. I love circles. I love circles. And we're a small enough crew where we can actually just gather. We're going to link arms. Because everything that I felt I needed to share this morning was not to spank any of you guys. Hopefully nobody felt spanked by that. It's not always fun to bring a word that's maybe a little bit heavy and stuff. But if it brings freedom, then I'll do it. And so it's all about liberty this morning, about freeing ourselves from the things that have been holding us, from the big picture of God. And so I was wondering, we could all stand. We're just going to gather a big circle right around these chairs right here. We're going to link arms. And, um, and I would love it. Honestly, I would love it. It's a preacher's best friend when people respond to something that he would like to do.